Is we in this bitch? All right, we in this bitch. For sure. So, all right, word. Cool. What's up, folk? Hey. And welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Where I might, I might just bug around and speak on it. It is your one and only favorite, Wody Jacka Jack. Just another, why, hold on. Why? There we go. Just another nigga with no bitches and an unfiltered opinion. Sitting beside me is the lovely, (laughs) (laughs) the lovely Miss Barry Flair from the Black of the Berry podcast. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I mean, should I look at over here? You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, it's always kind of. It's always kind of weird for me to sit like in front of the camera with two people because yeah. I don't know it. Whatever's natural. Yeah. Okay. Whatever's na- whatever's natural. Um. Anyways, so we've probably been having like great conversation for the past thirty minutes, yeah. trying to warm it up. This often out. happens, though, right? Right. Well. <laughs> right. Right. You know. So. We can um, dive right into it. Okay. With. Hold well, where do you want to start? I don't know. I feel like we. I mean, I, I kind of think the conversation should just flow in talking about, you know, women and, and, and sexuality. Because, okay. Because, like, overall, that has kind of been the topic, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of how other people see women's sexuality mm-hmm. and how women may see their sexuality. How do you think women view How do you think women view each other's sexuality? Each other's sexuality? Yeah. I think it could come from um several different lenses, mm-hmm. right? Um and sometimes the lens can be patriarchal <laughs> because we all have internalized kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I think before we started, I was just talking about kind of, and when I say patriarchal, it's like, okay, from the lens of men, even though they are women themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that goes into like this idea I was talking about just women's sexuality being a duality, Mm -hmm. either the uh, hoe or the housewife. And people don't necessarily use those words all the time anymore. Maybe they might use thought or whatever the case might be. But basically talking about the woman who, is in some way, I guess, seen as some people, to some people, sexually liberated, and the woman who seems submissive and only keeps the um, freak uh, as a in the bed, right, and and a, and a lady out in the streets, right, right. So it's which is, you know, that's the common term that we always, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. right. Um, so I, I think it's that can sometimes be the lens, but I think people are unlearning a lot of things. Mm-hmm and learning that their sexuality and uh, the way they view intimacy and the way they view touch and all of those things can look so differently and so much more complex, Mm -hmm. right? And I think also what people prefer, who people prefer to date, right? Um, that, That can kind of change others' women's, other women's view of other women's, you know, sexuality, whether they date men or 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 non-binary people mm-hmm. or women or mm-hmm. you know i think everybody well, has their view on right. other people let me ask, let me ask you this mind my business 
Let me ask you this, because um, so when we were talking about, you know, how I was talking about the gangbang or the train oh or <laughs> which, oh, just, just which I still which, like I said, like just bring that right out. Why don't you? That's <laughs> my whole point. Well, how do you think? Because my because I posed the question and I post this question on Twitter also. I was like. Even in the podcast, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm not only speaking with just men. What about women? What about women that are lesbians or bisexual and they want to have can we just, sex with multiple? Can we come back just a little bit? And like, I know that you're trying to ask me a two-part question, mm-hmm. but I feel like I first should address like the um, gangbang <laughs> Kind of thing. Oh, okay, go with it. <laughs> go, <laughs> go with it. Um, so the whole gangbang thing, and I hit you up about this on Instagram mm-hmm. because I hadn't seen, I hadn't heard the full episode. Actually, just heard your point of view on how people were reacting to mm-hmm. it, right, and responding to it. And so my initial response, even when that word is brought up, is that the um, connotation behind it has been a situation where there's usually it's not the choice of the woman and like even how it's shown in media it's usually like a situation uh-huh. where like a woman is like being uh like didn't give consent and she was intoxicated my homegirl on twitter said that it sounded like rapish though she misread it she assault. misread it and said and thought it said gang rape but I was yeah. like, when she said when she said rapist, I was like, but really? That's where you're going you with it? Rapist? In the context of media, how gang bangs have been. First of all, the word gang, <laughs> like, and yeah. people have their ideas yes. around that. Yes, Bang, yes, yes. Right? People have their ideas behind that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have what media has shown as what they perceive as a gang bang, mm-hmm. and usually the women's consent, woman's consent, is not a part of that. It's usually a situation where they're like showing a girl who's intoxicated and you know and so i can and we are back okay and so then their response would definitely be like that of a it coming from a place of trauma Mm -hmm. right um so i think that's the first thing to know right because if we're going to talk about how women view their sexuality it's not in always the context of what men see as sexy or, or or attractive or mm-hmm. whatever the case might be like um so i think that's really important to preface mm-hmm. right like how men view women's sexuality and how women view their sexuality mm-hmm. often are two different things and yeah so i mean i just think language is so important and like well being all right but all right i i hear that yeah. but then also when i when i think gangbang or what Alrighty, we are back. Yeah, I'm going to. All right, but so what I was gonna say, um, so yes, I see how with media, uh, how gangbang can be triggering, mm-hmm. but I guess for me, anytime I ever see gangbang or think gangbang it's in porn to where I assume for the most part 
is quite consensual. So and okay. and 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 furthermore of why I thought of gangbang initially is because what even sparked the whole little thought in my mind was because it was an actual porn. So okay. the context of what I which uh I'll just repeat it again from last episode so you know bear with me guys. Mm-hmm. Um the homies had dropped this little amateur webcam porn in the uh it was a screenshot into the group chat. Mm-hmm. And one of the homies was like this is old girl so and so apparently they knew her from years back in the military. Okay. So uh the the homies they were just clowning or whatever the case may be, but I was just thinking to myself because the quality of it was so bad. Not the oh, okay. quality of like I guess the performance, but the 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 video quality. It okay. was just shitty, you know? Yeah. So with that, it made me think like, well, clearly this is amateur. Yeah. But then I thought, well, maybe it was just a bucket list. Maybe it was just a bucket list thing that she wanted. Who knows? Like it could have been a money grab. Yeah. Maybe it was just, just a, a just a bucket list thing that she just wanted to do some whatever just to knock it off. So then when I thought that I was like, you know what? I would imagine that a large percent of women desire a gangbang or a train. Now, or now, I, now okay. I don't only this is not. What you said huh? okay. this is what you said. This is exactly what I said. Okay, and so I ah. say no. Hold on. Okay, so I say that. Mm. I say that that's just the example that I use okay. for the extreme. That's just an extreme example, if that's what you want to call no, it. If that's you. what you want to call it. I think it. that that alludes to what I was speaking about, about the way, the ways that men view women sexual no, 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 sexuality. No, no. And no. I'm going to tell you why. No, hold no, no, hold, no, hold, 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 hold on. Can I just say why I'm saying it? Because I'm saying that you learned about gangbangs, you said, right. from the preference, I mean, from, from the platform of, of porn, right? Yes. Which we all know is not always particularly realistic, right? And also, it, it, it's, I mean, it's been said even, and I've seen men talk about this, mm-hmm. about how uh, porn sets them up for kind of unlo- unrealistic scenarios and things in the bedroom right Right. and 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 then their ideas if you start watching porn when you're like 12 years old right that is literally forming your idea of what you feel like sexuality and sex can be right so like i think it also comes from i think i think it also comes from a place right of saying like when you're not a woman Uh right you see things that happen to women differently Right. Right. As opposed to like, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's like, okay, what I see as violence that's happening on screen often to women, Uh right, is is not from the same context of 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 watching porn because I I don't watch porn. Right. Right. And I definitely did not learn about sex from porn. Mm -hmm. Right. So like my ideas and like where I have seen gangbang and probably a lot of people have is mm-hmm. like actual like SVU or mm-hmm. like you know these films that are right. like kind of like lifetime movies mm-hmm. and all those sorts of things where right. it is treated as traumatic 
Right. Right. And so I do see what you're saying, right? Because you're alluding to like, hey, out of the context of that, well, what right, what do but, women really desire? But all right, so what makes yeah. what makes one what makes one perspective more valid than the other? What and and what do you mean? So all right, so you've seen it from a traumatic perspective, mm-hmm. and I've seen it from a consensual it's perspective. Not, it's not that it's valid or not. It's the response to. But the why is it? Why can't it? But my point. And my point is that I'm just saying the response is going to be different. I'm not saying like it one is more valid than the other. Right. I'm like you are gonna also get responses of people who right. it has triggered. As I understand to that people who seen it from the standpoint you seen it, uh-huh. they're gonna be like, oh, I get, I, I see why you would say that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And then some other people you might. Well, have to I understand more. that you know it can. I understand that someone might not agree. I'm. 100% with that. I, I just... I don't think the question is about agreeing or disagreeing. I uh-huh. think it's about, like, people's experience mm-hmm. with the topic mm-hmm. and then how they're going to respond to you. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah. see what you're saying. Okay, I see like, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, right, 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 right. Watching porn is horrible. Right, right, right. Watching uh, regular shows is great. Like, right, right. Nobody's, I'm not trying to say that, at least. I'm just saying it's going to solicit a different response from people's experience with the word and what right. the action. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, which is... Okay. I totally understand that yeah. also. I get that. I get that. But mm-hmm. still, all right, so <laughs> just with me of watching it or whatever, my whole point is the simple fact of I don't think it's far-fetched to believe that a woman has desire. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's and and, and but again, and again, yeah. that was just the example. That was just the example. It My was a bigger harsh p- example that you knew would, in some way, get people. Well, I guess you could say go. I believed it to to get uh-huh. a rise, but it was also something that I believed to be true, just okay. for the simple fact that I have seen it with my own eyes. So there was a woman in this group chat when y'all sent this video of this girl that the guy knew. No. So there was just the perspective of men in this group chat. About this quote-unquote amateur film. Well, their perspective was just the fact that they mm-hmm. knew her. It wasn't okay. really so much as we weren't really okay. going. I just seen it, and I just took that and ran with it. I didn't yeah. even talk to the homies I mean, about it. Was I just it a situation where this was with professional? I mean, like, was she working, or was this like a situation? I have no idea. Like, That's what okay. I'm saying. Because I, I have no idea. It could have been. She could have been working. Yeah. yeah. She very well could be a a, a, a webcam girl. I don't know, mm. but because the quality was 480p, I'm, who the fuck's paying? I'm not gonna pay for I it. Okay, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna pay for <laughs> it. So I, so that's why I, so that's why yeah. I was thinking that. Well, this is probably, this must have just been. Maybe who knows? She might have been getting paid. I seen it, and I just thought amateur, yeah. and it might have just been a bucket list that she just thought was freaky, deviant, okay, so whatever. You were like this alludes to like me also thinking about the fact that well, about women's sexual desires. Yes. And I think that this might be on the bucket list of women to have sex with multiple people. Yes. And whether that's called an orgy or a gangbang or whatever the case might be, this is why you brought it up. Correct. Okay. But also just on the general level of mm-hmm. whatever, whatever people in society or outside of the norms that we think women 
are in or should be in whatever whatever might be deemed critical or women might get criticized for um i feel like they would want to do something yeah and just don't because of backlash societal or whatever the pressure societal shame yes and like i think yes we were talking a little bit about that before we started recording is like this i i so it all ties into this idea that i was saying about the duality of women's sexuality mm-hmm. that one can only be um a hoe quote unquote a hoe right or a housewife right and so how it feeds into that is because it puts specific things in the box of here's what we can shame and here's what we can highlight mm-hmm. right and usually the highlight comes from a space of other people having ownership or 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 feeling entitled to what they feel women should do with their bodies, mm-hmm. right? The housewife trope, right. which is like, hey, um, a perfect example is Steph Curry's wife, right? Yes. You know, well, everybody, I actually used it in an example. <laughs> which I think is a great example I because just recently she had a twerking video for her birthday. I and let me tell ass. you, I was so excited. The reason why I was excited because, you know, it already had made me upset that people were trying to like put her in a specific box. They're like, Hey, she's Christian. She's right, right, right. she's a wife. She has three, right, five right. children, whatever the case might be. Right. right. And uh yeah, this is the model of womanhood, right? And then she's like, guess what? I'm more complex than that. I also like to twerk. And like the fact that twerking is even shamed, we can go deeper into that because it's like there's indigenous roots to that, you mm-hmm. know, African indigenous roots in that in itself. So to shame that is just, I think, um, a very colonialized thing to mm-hmm. be honest of wanting to control, especially if we're going to have this conversation and we're talking, I'm going to always talk from the standpoint of a black woman mm-hmm. and how often people want to over-sexualize our bodies, mm-hmm. but also Tame want it. to shame us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, Hey, I like your ass. Right. But uh, like, don't wear those pants. Right. Right. Like, how dare you? Right. Or like, if I'm going to work and it's a professional environment and these are dress pants, maybe on somebody who doesn't have the same body type as me, they will look a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. For me, they are a little bit more snug. And so, and I am hippier and curvier. Mm-hmm. So people want to take that in a different way. But how could you try to make me feel some way about the way my body is formed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, right. I know that I'm not coming from a point of trying to be sexual mm-hmm. <laughs> about it. Like, I'm right. wearing clothes, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but that's also to say, like, this gaze, this gaze of, like, what people want women to be and then what it really is, you know what I mean? And and the idea of the reason why me asking, is she at work or, like, you know, is she a sex worker? Is mm-hmm. this, like, something she's doing? Like, um was mainly like, okay, like, is this a home video? Because maybe she didn't want people to see this. Maybe it didn't matter if it was amateur, right? Right, right. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, is she at work? Okay, so then this was meant to, for other people to see. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's no reason for there to be any shame associated if that's the case. Because, like, if she wanted to do that, that's what she wanted to do. Like, you right. know, but even if someone decided to do that in the safety of their home, right. that will also be their business. Mm-hmm. This idea of, like, orgies or I don't really like to say the word the other word because it kind of it triggers me personally what? you know what I mean the, 
the GB word. I mean the. Oh, 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 oh. As much as I feel very open about, you know, but I have to be real about that. Oh, right? okay. Because no, no, I feel me, that. I feel that. Being aware of what triggers me, then I can dissect and 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 work right, through it. Right, right, right. As opposed to being like, I'm just angry, like you know, because I. I, I try to be like, okay, why is this triggering me? What is making this trigger me? Mm-hmm. Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then giving a response. But right. Sometimes it does come out. Like you just see somebody write something wild on Twitter. <laughs> 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 and you're like, first of all, boy, don't you. <laughs> 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 this is rude and disrespectful, right? <laughs> why do you feel it's rude and disrespectful? Like, what's making you feel that way? I feel like. And, I, and again, like, and like my girl, she was telling. Because first it was funny. My homegirl, Charity, like, who I was even, like, talking about mm-hmm. it with at first on Twitter. Yeah. When she read it, she was like, delete this. And I'm no. like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, so am I wrong or what? And she was mm-hmm. like, and she was just saying, she was like, well, first, I don't know any girls that want this or whatever the case. Yeah. But at that same point, I'm like, well, you telling me that you don't know any girls, that's not telling me anything. That's not telling me anything. I mean, because we all are taught to stay away from the little fast tail girls. Right? right. Girls who would. Girls who would want to be liberated in that kind of way or feel its liberation in that, mm-hmm. we would say, stay. You know, we were taught at a very young age the difference mm-hmm. between a hoe and a housewife. Right, right, right. And how to put people in these boxes, right? right, right. And how to put other women in those boxes and be like, oh, that's not the type of win- friend I want. Mm-hmm. That's not the type of people I want to be around because then people might think I'm that type of person. What? A right. sexual being? A person who enjoys and, 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 and is open about certain things? Now, you know, I have friends who do a lot of things that I don't do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to condemn them for that. You know, here's how I look at it. Are you being safe? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and safety comes with, like, being aware of, like, what STIs look like, being aware of what STDs look like, mm-hmm. condoms, all those certain things. Making sure, and if you do have a partner who doesn't want to use a condom, that y'all both are tested and y'all know what's up right, with your right. bodies. Like, you know? So, like, what I like to term it as is the safe hoe. If you a hoe, you a hoe. But right. is you a safe hoe? You feel me? Right, like, right. Are these things that you are, you know, really working through? And sometimes it takes people having money for that. You know, it's people who are sex workers who don't necessarily always have the wherewithal. But there are many free services, Planned Parenthood being mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Um, but I think at a young age, we're taught that duality. We're taught the, you know... Don't be a fast tail girl. Like we're right, always right. being monitored. Like right, you know, right, right, we're right. always being, and, and it comes from other women a lot right, of right. times, right? It comes from the moms and the aunties, and, and that's the, what was kind know, of, and that yeah. was what was kind of throwing me was the yeah. fact that, like, I, okay, I totally understood. I totally understand how my message just came off as crazy or whatever. But mm-hmm. even when I was okay, I feel you on that. Now let me just explain to you what I was saying, and then other women weren't even, like, acknowledging it. Like, they were still, like, being defensive as if I was yeah. just, like, trying to degrade women. And my whole yeah. point was just saying, I think it's crazy that, like, we put so much pressure on women mm-hmm. about sex. Yeah. Like, that was, like, so that was my whole what point. from just saying that? What do you mean? Like, the the last part that you said about... What, who are pressuring women? Well, nothing stopped me to say that when I was on my podcast. Yeah, but 
people would have to listen, right? You already right. know how Instagram and Twitter right. and Facebook right, works, right? right? You got a limited amount of characters, and what you say with those characters right. is really important, right? Right. And so that's gonna that's gonna give you different responses, right? Right. As opposed to right, you're saying that women. Here's my issue. Here's okay. my issue. Okay. Right now, right? Okay. Because. <laughs> As a fellow Leo, I understand that sometimes we need to take a step back and really listen. Indeed. Right? So you made a statement about women. Mm -hmm. When women responded in a way that you didn't like and you didn't feel like you were listened to, how are you not aware that they didn't feel heard? You feel me? So if you if they came with their perspective and mm -hmm. you're like, no, let me explain what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say, instead of being like, Oh, okay. Let me take this information and let me process this information uh -huh. and let me come back, right? Well, As opposed, because I noticed that you like to have a pop, 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 pop. Like you, like what I said this. Oh, I, you said this. I'm gonna say this. Like what? you said this. I'm gonna say this. And I'm like, have you even processed the information? Okay, but maybe, maybe I felt that way because just telling me to delete it wasn't. I guess however you was feeling, just telling me to delete it, I guess I just either didn't acknowledge that or respect it enough to think that what I was saying was, was so me. out of pocket. So you're talking about other people's body, and they're then telling you that they're offended by you talking about their body. But I wasn't talking like, about a Actually, my opinion is more important. <laughs> well, no, no, because... I mean, that's what it sounds like to but me. But I'm not explain. saying that... Yeah. Well, one, I wasn't talking about. I mean, I guess you could say, I, yeah, when I put it out there, yeah, you yeah. could you could uh, latch on to it specifically, but that person didn't. There. That person who? That wasn't it a generalized statement about women? Right. So, all right. So when I get a re, so when the rebuttal is just simply yeah. to delete it, and then when the rebuttal also is telling me about what other women might. Or might not want. What are what are like? Why should I take that? Why should I take that and run with it? So you wanted to. If I'm trying to have the conversation discussion, is I'm trying. What you wanted to do? Yeah. Okay. Why would like that? That's okay. what this is. That's what that's what we on this mic for. Right. That's so the whole. So for you, you were like, I'm upset because people were telling me delete it. Right. That could be. I mean, like when you write something like that, I like. I feel like you almost have to know there's going to be a variety of responses. Of course. Right? There's going to be the response of the people who are used to doing that type of labor and are going to be like, let me try to explain that this is not all women or let mm -hmm. me try to explain what kind of woman I am or let me try to explain like the many types of women there can be or I'm going to be the person like I'm triggered, I'm upset, this is traumatic for me mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to explain nothing. Delete this right mm -hmm. now because it's problematic, right? Right. Like, you kind of have to be aware of that. So to be pressed, that other people be pressed that you're talking about their bodies mm -hmm. is interesting because it's like when I'm having this conversation with you and talking uh -huh. about how often people try to police women's bodies, uh -huh. right? And then someone says something about a woman's body that could put people in that place again. Like, mm. hey, who are you to tell me mm. what I like? Right. Right. Too many people try to tell me what I like. And that's why so many women aren't coming when they're having sex. Right. Aren't having orgasms when they're having sex. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, OK, I, I'm, I'm probably going to go in, but I got to go in. Do you think? Because people are not often listening to women right. when they're having sex, because it is always usually from the standpoint of 
what the guy can get from it. Uh-huh. What, you know, did, uh, you know, it's always, even in media, media really, it, it perpetuates a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I meet so many women, grown women, who be telling me they ain't never had an orgasm. Who, why? That's crazy. Why? Because they have been taught to censor their sexuality and what men might think. Or what, what if she don't, what if what she don't know what she wants? What might think. You know, but you have to learn that, right? You have to learn that, but you can't learn it by only censoring people outside of yourself. Right, right, right. You right. know, but because it's a taught, that's why I'm saying people are unlear- unlearning things. Mm-hmm. You know, people are unlearning, um, you know, what it looks like. I mean, unlearning like, hey, when I have sex as a woman, as a femme, right? Um, what does it look like for me? What should it feel like? How should it feel, right? What's important about this? And am I, am I automatically thinking of the gaze and the opinion and the the idea of what only the man wants in this situation, mm-hmm. right? And I could, listen, I could go on for days and days and tell you how many women have come to me. They, they've been having sex with this dude for, what, six months, right? They're like, well, yeah, he ain't really that good or he ain't, he ain't really, and I'm like, Wait, how have we gotten so used to mediocrity and like not being okay with the pleasure that's of wild. ourselves? That's almost like, like that's hard to why, imagine. That's why trick. That's why gangbangs can be so triggering because it's all. It's not. It comes from a standpoint of sometimes people doing things to and not with someone, right? Right now, but you do bring up a good idea. Of, I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, a good idea of being like. What does it look like for those women who do enjoy that, who do enjoy orgy, who do I've enjoy? Seen it. You know, I think I think that's a really important question. It is like, what are the desires of women, and what does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks different for everyone. It's right, not right. actually the same. Like right, when right. I'm having these conversations with my friends, whether they identify as, you know, straight or queer or gay or whatever they mm-hmm. might, you know, identify as. Because, you know, there's there are people who are asexual. So, you know, that that is not about, you know. Right, right, and, right. You know, there's so many different types of identities and things people have going on with themselves. Mm-hmm. But, like, we can only really hear about it once we start having these conversations. So, like, as much as that is triggering, I see, wh- I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Also, it's triggering as fuck still. Right, right. <laughs> like, you know, that those right. things exist at the same time. Right. So. Which is yeah. why I do feel like, you know, I I did after after talking to my girl mm-hmm. and me and her going back and forth for like a whole 40 minutes that like, because her whole, her whole thing was almost like, it's kind of around like the same lines of, that you're saying mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, maybe more, maybe not. But she was just basically saying, like, you know, you're a man. So, like, why are you even worried? Why are you even speaking on it in the first place? Yeah. And I'm like, but I felt like, like, for me, I was just like, but why can't, I'm like, why can't I, why can't I speak on it? Or why can't I have a belief? Or how (laughs) can I can't, like. I mean, like. Because it's just, it was literally. You can have a belief, but it's still from a standpoint of not having. Not identifying as a woman, not, ha- you know, being in a situation where you are identified as a woman mm-hmm. and having those sexual experiences as a woman. You you know, you can have an opinion about many things. Right. People have opinions all day, but right. the fact comes with the experience of the people who identify. And I that. guess for me, what 
I guess what kind of just like pushed me back mm -hmm. was the fact that I truly felt like even though I might have said it, however I said it, I felt like and my whole point was to was to come from uh, the standpoint of an ally. So and even oh and I understand gosh. that it might have sounded, you but that's almost like self, saying you can't be a self-titled ally. You can't. And, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm hmm. going to tell you why. So uh, what? Hold on. We can't. So nobody can. I can't even. Right. So even though. Right. So we're going to tell uh, a white person that is, you know, I definitely so, tell a white person whatever they need to hear. I definitely would also be told whatever I need to hear. Right? So we so we can't have like a white person as an ally to like a black to so, like the black community. Can like, I finish what I'm going to say? Can I even start what I was going to say, actually, because I didn't even get to say it all. But you can't be a self-titled ally. Mm -hmm. The reason why you can't is because it comes from the standpoint your allyship is meant to empower other people. Right. right? So if they're not naming you as an ally, then hmm. you can't then name yourself as an ally because hmm. they know their needs. Hmm. Right. So just because a white person is reading black literature, right, and they may think they're an ally, right, right, right. Like, dude, there's way more you need to do. For right, to right, really for sure. No, feel that's, as though you're an ally. That's true. Me. That's very true. Like, you know very true. I mean? Very true. Standpoint, like also, I've had to been put in my place too, right? Like, and this is how I learned it, and being in spaces, um, you know, and trans and queer spaces as a person who identifies as you know, heterosexual, mm -hmm. like, and people being like, oh, no, boo, you can't say you're an ally. You feel me? And I was like, yo, I have to hear you out because I'm, I'm on the outside of this. Right, 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 right. I don't right. know your life. And if you say that I'm not doing things that are, that are empowering and helpful mm -hmm. and, 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 and I'm not there to hear your needs, then if you say that's not the case, I right. can't say it is. No, that's you. You feel me? No, that is that's one hundred percent correct. I feel that. I do feel because that. Because it's it's like I do feel taking that. the power away again. The right. whole point of being an ally is that you recognize that there Play my is position. a power imbalance. Yes. Right. And yes. then for you to be like, I'm your ally. Like, right, right. right. Like, <laughs> person like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like you feel for me? Sure. Like so. Uh, for sure. That's what I mean when I say that. All right, I feel that okay. too. But then I can't help but also say, <laughs> I can't help but also say, what about the shorties that agree? And, and felt me 100%. Oh, I mean, so that I think I've already kind of talked about. Like, everybody's sexual desires are different. Right. There are people, there are plenty of women who, and they, you, I think about it like this, right? I think about it like the BDSM community, mm -hmm. um, you know, which... A lot of times, it's talking in the context of of, of doms and and and, and 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 like more, I guess, submissive. I think that's the case. I don't even know if I'm saying it fully right, and mm -hmm. that's why I need to shut up. But um, <laughs> I think there's like these subcultures, mm -hmm. right? And then there's like societal norms, right? And then there's always people who are, of course 
living their life in such different ways and societal norms. Mm -hmm. Like societal norms don't mean that everybody agrees with it. It just means like it's being, it can be being placed on people by people who have power. Mm -hmm. Right. So just cause like the president says like Americans love the United States flag. Right. That's a societal norm that he would like to be in place, but that's not actually the truth. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, I had to think about it from that particular standpoint of like, hey, everybody has their own kink, right? Because then yes. you can get in a conversation of kinks and fetishes, right, right, right. you know, and I almost put too many. Well, I mean, and I totally feel that like, like with me, I was an active, an active member within the swingers lifestyle mm-hmm. and, you know, um, the stud single, like that whole for years, you know what I'm and saying? I don't know like, nothing about that. You like, so, like you, so I, it's your experience and and, and that is why and, and I guess that's partially why I um I guess that was partially why I could say that I felt confident in believing that uh women and again mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah, I definitely regret saying. <laughs> I definitely, it was re- a generalization I, def- that I definitely regret. I definitely experience. regret saying gangbang and train mm-hmm. just for the simple fact of like just being lost in that mm-hmm. when I you when I'm only using it as an example for just general whatever. But mm-hmm. I but um so yeah, I I felt confident in saying that just because of the fact that like I seen older women do like what well, and now that's well, even another it, intersection of things but right? also <laughs> like i was saying like like and like i was talking to uh to to my to my one to my one homegirl on twitter mm-hmm. i'm like so i'm like so what's the difference between like because at this point she was talking to me as if i were just saying that you know um women were just you know wanting to be whores or sluts however you want to define that or whatever but mm-hmm. i'm like so what's the difference between a girl having sex five times a year with two people or multiple people throughout that or the difference between a girl having sex 10 times and i'm like what like which would be considered like well, you know people say uh the whole phase or whatever like that. It's and just she, like, it's really, I'm going to be real with you. None of this is anyone's business. Really. If right, right. Wanna, no, that's the 100% true. Business that's that 100% true. There's no doubt about that. Who are involved. That's, right? that's 100% true. No doubt. I'm not <laughs> like, going to deny that. So, I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny that whatsoever. With so many things across the board. I'm not going to deny I that. I feel like people are often making things their business that aren't their business. Right. The things that they should make their business, they don't. Right, right. Right. And so like. As far as people having sex, but the, isn't that curiosity? The partners they have, uh-huh. right? I'm saying it's not your place for the judgment. I'm not saying it's not your place to have curiosity because that might open up your eyes to different things, right? Right. right? But what I'm saying, the judgment behind it, and the right. and the and the and the idea of the shame behind it, exactly, is yes. like, hey, if these group of people or the, the partners involved in this particular situation, whether it be multiple people or just two people or one person or whatever people do sexually, how is it anyone's business to judge them unless 
only time I make things my business if it's it put someone in danger. Right. You feel me? And that can be emotional danger. That can be physical danger. It's a lot of different types right, of right, danger. Right. Um, I don't have to agree with anything to be like, yo, that's wrong to hurt another person. Mm-hmm. Right? You feel me? So, like, like I said, only time I'm worried or got something to say is like, hey, are you putting other people's, like, health at risk? Um, are you, you know, and, and deliberately and are you like, or even not so deliberately, because if you're not actively getting checked or doing Mm -hmm. those type of things that could be putting someone else's health in danger, you know? So I, I'd be like, Hey, that's not my business. Like your kink, your pleasures, your, all of those things, as long as it's not hurting people. Right. Right. I don't have much to say. Right. Right. I'm like, do you, boo? I will support you. Right. And I know, and I feel, and I feel, which again, at the end of the, at the end of my episode last week, that was exactly what I said, that like the amount of judgment that we put on people over just sex is, is mind blowing to me. I think it's It's mind blowing the amount of judgment that we put on people for something as simple as sex. Of course, yeah. outside of everything that you just named of, you know, uh, being safe and, mm-hmm. you know, harmful. Or what, but just the bare minimum of sex and how we treat people off of something like that. It's, it's so crazy. much shame. It's so much it's shame. It's crazy. I think we can try to talk about this in general, right? But it's not really a general thing because the type of shame that happens um, – in, in the black community, it comes from a historical context, mm-hmm. too, right? It comes from this colonialized white gaze of, of, of black bodies mm-hmm. and sex and, and people always kind of feeling pretty entitled over our bodies, mm-hmm. like, you know, black bodies in general, mm-hmm. however you might identify. Um, and so it coming from that context, it has fed into a place where we are policing each other. And it starts from so young, you know, like we don't we anything that a young girl is doing that might be deemed as sexual or might be deemed as curious is shamed, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and, and it's like, hey, get your fast ass over here. Fast tail girl, fast little heifer, mm-hmm. right? I remember that could be, that was the most hurtful word I could hear. Right. If somebody called me a fast ass little heifer, yeah, that's that I would break down in tears. <laughs> that's wild. You feel me? I would break down in tears <laughs> like, wow, that's hurtful. Right, right, and right. I was being right, right. sexualized when I didn't even know you didn't even know, anything like, about right. the sex, you know? Like, I think humans will be human. People will, you know come to a point where they're like curious about their body right, right, other right, people's right, bodies right, right. and like that is natural right, but right. I, I think it's about how we're having these conversations because then it does go into like these ideas of you know um you know how people should be having sex with each other and who they should be having sex with and you know all of these things become an issue because at a very young age we're not even trying to touch the subject or dissect the subject, mm-hmm. it's just like automatic shame. Right, right. Like you see a 12 year old girl, you know, she just started like developing, you know, mm-hmm. and automatically she can't talk to no, no little bo- groups of boys. And just last year, all she had was boyfriends. Right, right. You know what I mean? In fourth grade, that's all she had was 
guy friends, you know, because mm-hmm. we were all kids. Right, you know? right, right. And then you turn 11, 12, and it's like a whole different dynamic. Oh, don't be talking to them little boys. Oh, you always up in a little girl face. You always up in a little boy face. You know, we we do it right, to right. all different. T- I mean, you know, all little, little kids. We do right. that often, you know. Or then we assume so many things, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that affects kids just as much. Like, No, that's 100%. That's definitely one hundred percent. But it it all feeds into like this idea of how we like kind of come to thinking about sex and and participating in it. Yeah, like in our views of like we were talking about um stripping. Were we talking about sex work in general? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I think we I think we covered that one pretty well. Forty minutes on that. Yeah, we covered that relatively well. Um, I definitely feel you though on that. Yeah. On that on that ally part, that was uh, mm-hmm. I one hundred percent feel you on that. Yeah. Um, and that, and low key, that's kind of like what my girl. That's kind of like what my girl was trying to say too. One thing that really made me mad with my girl is when I was trying to explain it to her, mm-hmm. and then I felt like we weren't getting anywhere, so I tried to dead it. Like, never mind. Like, it's whatever. And then when she called, <laughs> but then she called, but then she called me like begging me to like explain. And then when I mm-hmm. did explain, she or I was trying to explain, she was just like trying to fight me, like yeah. And she was just like instead of just like at least listen to what I say before you just be like, well, you're a man, so you shouldn't even be talking about a period. It, mm-hmm. Well, I just tried to say, never mind. Why'd you even call me an ex? Yeah. Like what? I hear more men talking about what women like and what women what they think about women than men actually talking about their own sexuality uh-huh. like deeply uh-huh. like in like actual meaningful ways hmm. like i i kind of hear like the whole like tropes around like oh i get bitches i do this man like the bragging but it's like never like in-depth conversation about like what things they like and they don't like or like what things like and if it is it's always about like oral sex right mm-hmm. it's like i don't like when the chick do this so i like when it, like i don't know like I, I i'm i'm wondering like it's often this conversation about women but never about like what women actually want and then it's never conversations with men about what men more in depth want outside of just like penetration and oral sex right, right right like it's just so much more of a grander idea to talk about i feel like it's what's well, more it's more things to talk about right right no okay like, i see where you're going i see where you're going with that as sex as a service or sex as a i always feel like it's kind of thought about in that way like sex as like a service mm. you know right like and but I guess that and that goes to like you were saying, uh, people wanting to or needing to and people wanting to unlearn mm-hmm. certain things like because as men, I guess you could say that is something mm-hmm. that, you know, just from hip hop culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that or just men or just men in general. Like I can remember I can remember being like. 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and it was me my pops and my brother and i was just saying how like i was just saying how like i always feel like i'll probably be like a one woman man or mm-hmm. whatever and like i just remember them like just laughing at it though mm. and i feel like i 
I feel like, and now that I'm older, I feel like the it's the last were probably coming from like two different perspectives, okay, but almost like the same thing. So my brother was probably laughing at it from just like you know like oh whatever nigga like you just you just ain't finna have no girls or whatever the case may be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like like I'm out here getting everything I can or whatever, mm-hmm. and I feel like my pops might have been laughing from a perspective of, okay, you might feel that way, but I know better as, or, uh, or just laughing in effect of like, well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Mm -hmm. And not to say that he, like me and my, me and my brother was just talking about this the other night. Uh, my brother be rapping and shit like that. And he like, and he just be talking about like how my pops used to be a player and all this and that or whatever the case may be. And um, and he like he does it in like a handful of songs and whatever the case. And I was just saying, like, I was like, I could see this being a coin flip, a coin flip for pops. Yeah. Being that he's like 50 or whatever. I could easily see him hearing this and not caring. Yeah. And I could easily see him hearing this and think to him and thinking to himself, like, this is not what I want you to champion me for. Okay. Like, like there was I, some regret. Right. Yeah. Cause I was, cause I was, cause I was using the example. I was like, I was like, I bet that if it was me, you and pops right now, yeah. and we just met someone random or whatever the case. And somehow we got onto the subject of me and you being brothers, which has always happened. So me and my brother are the same age. Okay. Different I'm moms. turning 28. He's about to turn 28. <laughs> We're only 20 days apart. Mm-hmm. Different moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so you like, all heard that story before, you, you know, but I'm just, but I'm saying yeah. so like, no, I hear you. I'm not so I'm like, you know, I'll, I could imagine that, you know, I'm not going to say my pops is going to be ashamed or mm-hmm. whatever the case, because it is what it is. Yeah. And we here now, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he just thought to himself, like, you know, at this age, having to stand right there in front of somebody and maybe my, he might think about what their judgment might be, yeah. possibly, and he might just think to himself, mm-hmm. like, damn, it was wild back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's possible. I don't yeah. know, but I'm just saying, like, it's very, it's it could be, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that was, <laughs> so that just goes back to say that, like, you know, those are all those are things that, you know, has to be untaught for for yeah. for us, you yeah. know. But I think also untaught, but just new types of education, you know, mm-hmm. like in its place, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, OK, what does it look like to have more in-depth conversations? Like, OK, I'll tell you a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, when I was like, I had to be like 12. Mm-hmm. Or 11 or 12 right and uh i had it was this next door neighbor right mm-hmm. that i and I, I might have said this on your other podcast but i don't think so so it was this next door neighbor he was older to me he had to be like i want to say he was like 15 or something mm-hmm. right now 15 16 right but that's older for the right, right. was like 12 or right, something right. you know so um i remember like he used to say all this stuff to me like <laughs> 
<laughs> so like, oh yeah, when you get older, you're gonna be thick, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had a little crush. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely <laughs> had a crush. I was like, I was like, oh man, ooh, what? Like I was feeling myself a little bit, right? So then um I remember I had started having like all these feelings and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is what like people talk about, like, right, this, right. like feeling, like feeling like a little sexual feeling. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? And uh, I remember like feeling so overwhelmed mm-hmm. by like all of it that I just was like, like lashing out. And then my parents were like, what is going on now? Mind you, my dad, my mom, my dad, they didn't live together. Right? Right, right. But I was like, I'm very close with my dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was living with my mom, but like always, always like my dad. I was in my bed every day. Mm-hmm. So like something happened where it was like just me wilding out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I finally was like, mom, I'm just like feeling all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, oh, should we have your dad come? I was like, I need my dad here. Cause my mom, she was totally awkward about having any kind of conversations about sex. And right, stuff. Right, right. She was, my dad definitely was the person in my life uh-huh. who was the more in depth. Any questions I had, right, 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 right. very honest and very upfront mm-hmm. you know, about that information. So I am very thankful that I, I did. I was able to get that perspective from 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 a man. Right, to, right, you know right, right, I mean? right. To be like, OK, yeah, like, OK, here are some things that I could be finding myself um coming up against mm-hmm. as him growing up as a man, right, right. you know, and knowing these certain things. But either way, my dad comes to my house. I'm like balling. I'm just like, I really like it, but like, I know I'm too young and I like, I'm feeling these things. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, shout out to my parents though, 100%, because like, what? Nah, that's like, 100 though. And so we got that's into this really though. long conversation. That's 100. And like, I was asking all these questions and they were like, you know, like, you're going to know, like, but they're like, these feelings are normal. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these, these feelings are normal. They're like all the things you're feeling, like they're very normal. But what things are important to you right now? Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was such a great question because it was like, okay, what are your goals and what are the things that you want to do? Mm-hmm. Right. And is this a part of it right mm-hmm. now at this moment? Right. Right. Like, right. 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 You definitely right, right. feel these feelings. Like, we're not trying to take that away from you. Right. Right. But like, also, he's too old. <laughs> oh. 100. <laughs> That's he's for real. He's too old. He's a teenager. That's You're for real. Like, 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 like teenager. You're not even a real teenager yet. And <laughs> um, there are things that can happen when you have sex with another person. Like, you know, like children, all these sorts of things. I don't even think the conversation of STIs or STDs even came up because, you know, like for so many people, it's always like, you don't want to... It's always the pregnancy thing. Right, 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 right. So I don't think the idea of like STIs or STDs came up, but it definitely was like he's too old, and it was definitely also like, okay, you don't. What do you want? Because like that probably is not what you want to be involved with. Right. Like you know, and so that calmed me down for a little bit. Right. I'm not gonna say that I didn't then try to like. We didn't like have like a fake when I got like maybe like two years older. We tried to like date each other. That was a mess because he was also like pressuring me. Uh huh. He was like, um, what do you say? I haven't dated him for like, first of all, it was like a week. So that's not even, <laughs> <laughs> this how play play it be when you were a teenager. 
we did it for like a week. And then he was like, oh, well, if you with me, then you grown. So like, and I was like, grown. I was like, I'm not grown and I won't be doing anything that grown people was doing. Like, <laughs> period, right. And he, I was like, well, I guess I'm not grown. Like, I guess grown. we not, we not a little <laughs> fake boyfriend, girlfriend no more. And like, I was just like, so thankful for that. You know right. what I mean? But it wasn't, I definitely had cousins and who were like my age at that time who were sexually active and I never, I always hated, you know, that, um, family members would compare us mm -hmm. and I'm getting into this whole housewife thing, you mm -hmm. know, because for a long time people tried to plant me as this person who was like, Oh, you know, being a teenager mm -hmm. and comparing other cousins, like, Oh yeah, they fast. They be doing this. They be doing that. And I always was the type of kid. I was like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't think this is an okay conversation mm -hmm. in whatever way I was having it because mm -hmm. I knew that it wasn't okay to be shaming people. Right, right. It was like everybody comes to different places at their life at different times and like, yeah, okay, 14, 15, and they may be having sex and I'm not, but I'm no better than anyone. I'm no better than anyone because how they came to that is different, you know? Maybe for the parents, uh, the shame the shame it probably was coming from uh a genuine place and it like being uh, and wanting and wanting to be protective and but don't and try maybe to that was the only lift me though like uh, for me mm -hmm. it also comes from this weird place of like I remember people being like proud that I was not sexually active yet. Like, oh, like, putting dude, you on the like, pedal stool. This is like not your sexuality or your life to in any way be trying. Like, that's also that issue with ownership. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I, I'm not having sex, mm -hmm. right? Whatever. Right, right. This is a choice I made. This is a choice they made. Mm -hmm. Also, mm -hmm. I see where. Right. Who are you to be proud of that as though it is your life and your body? Right, right, it's right. not. And if I decided tomorrow I wanted to, I don't I wouldn't dare want you to try to act like you were you're disappointed in Right, that. right, right. You feel right, me? right. Because like okay, what education are have has been given to us? What's what's the difference in the education uh, as far as like what's coming from our parents, right? Mm -hmm. And what's the difference between like, you know, it was times like, like I said, my mom didn't always want to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So I had to go to the library. I had to learn about a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, um, that my dad didn't know about. My dad didn't know about periods and all that stuff. Right, you right. Feel me? So I had to go to the library and learn that stuff and oh, do wow. that kind of stuff and read that kind of stuff. But parents will come at you from a place of what they have learned and experienced. Right, right. So if those things weren't happening at their crib, mm -hmm. then a lot of the time, sometimes they will take the step to do something different right, with right. you, and sometimes they won't. But if how they learned about talking about sexuality was through shame, and I knew when I was little, I was like, yo, like, don't be talking about my cousin like that. Right, right. I don't care what she doing. Mm -hmm. That's not my cousin. Mm -hmm. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm no better than anybody else. Like, right. I didn't like that. Right. Because I, I didn't have the words for it, though. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the words were that people felt entitled to, 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 to my body and my decisions. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the words that this, this was slut shaming. Right. This was all of these things. I didn't have all those words. Right. And I knew like, yo, I would, it's my fam. I would What's still, um, I would still imagine and, and parents, 
and that's something I feel like we all have to understand. Um, parents aren't perfect. Parents aren't perfect either. So I would. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the parents. Defend the parents. I'm gonna defend the parents and assume. Mm-hmm. Though the messaging was probably, of, of course, it was wrong. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've mm-hmm. I've seen it, you know, but I I because they are parents. I can't. I I, I can only assume that they were just hoping to be like protective, like like uh, of of I'm not, not but it not protective. Didn't come from a good place. Right, right. I'm saying that just the way we learn things and the way we, you know talk about sexuality Mm -hmm. and the way we especially have conversations about sexuality with black girls are like, you're the good one and you're the bad one. Right. You're the, but it's never an actual in-depth conversation about sex. Right, right. Sexuality and these feelings and what they can look like and what they can, you know. So I do appreciate my parents for doing that, you Mm -hmm. know. I do. I do appreciate Mm -hmm. them for that. Also, that doesn't mean I didn't experience all those other things in between, right? True. And, and that's a certain... Pre- it is a certain pressure. True. Right? It's a certain True. pressure of being like, hey, you you good, stay good. Right. See... When I'm, I was I, way more of a complex person than that. I... I it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, feel I, can, I feel like I can say that I lucked out. I mm-hmm. lucked out with having my pops mm-hmm. and something... Something that I that I something I always say that you know uh, a trait that I aspire mm-hmm. to to take from my pops. If there's one trait I could take from him, would be understanding. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, not to say that he understands everything, but he understands that he's also lived life, mm-hmm. and he's he understands what he once did or what or things that yeah. he experienced like so like so like i can re- in sixth grade sixth grade i got in trouble got in trouble fingering this girl me me me, <laughs> me i was fing- this girl she liked me so like she was letting me like she was letting them fingers out she was letting me like, she was letting me finger pop her right but this now she was a little, she was a little freak she was a little fast joint uh she was definitely you know if that's how, yeah, we we can. I feel like we can qualify. There's an age to certain, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, like, okay. and we were just we were just young, just doing shit that we just really just didn't have any business really doing in sixth mm-hmm. grade at like eleven and twelve years old, you know. But but this other dude was trying to. This other dude was also trying to do it, but she wasn't fucking with him. Yeah. Some random student, and then he felt like he could do it because you was doing it. I guess. I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. Some random student seen, well, seen, seen the other dude trying yeah. to do it right. Yeah. So they had told their parent. Their parent called the school. He's in the office. They're asking him about it. They asked you her. Ain't in the office. I wasn't in the office. I wasn't in the office. They asked her about it because mm-hmm. he, because he had snitched on me. Okay. But they, she, but she had my back. She was like, nah, he didn't do anything. But then when I got to the office, you know, the principal, they tricked me. was like, you know, we're going to put you on a lie detector test if you don't come back and tell us, you know. So I, I think back to that sometimes like, Don, you are such a wuss. 
for First like all, for falling for that. No, I don't like that they did that. No, nah, it was dead <laughs> wrong. They so was dead <laughs> wrong. They was dead wrong for that shit. They was dead wrong for that shit. Um, like like you're gonna like if I don't tell you what what you think you want to hear or whatever, you're gonna like. But I should have just stuck to my guns. Anyways, she so you know I tell on myself. So then the principal, you know, she calls my pops. She's talking to him on the phone, this and that. He asks to speak to me. Literally, as soon as he gets on the phone, the first thing he says is, now, Donovan, we were literally just talking about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said, if you're going to be doing things like this, you can't get caught. Wait, okay, the scandal of it all. <laughs> it was like, but, like, but I, say, but, <laughs> you, but I say that to say that, yeah. like, my pops, he's, he's not dumb. Yeah. He's not dumb, and he understands that I come straight from him. Yeah. So he would rather me at least be talking to him about whatever it is that I'm that that I'm just a young I'm just wild out I'm just young out here wilding, and he would at least rather me talk to him, and yeah. so he can try to give me some game or scare me straight or yeah. whatever than to just be you know blindsided. So I can I always wanna, appreciate yeah. my pops. I can always appreciate my pops for like like you said with your dad being able to go talk to him about stuff like. My pops was heated, but at the same time, yeah. like we did have that conversation. Yeah, he like, was still willing to kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like we was did have the right thing to do. It was right. just like, hey, like yeah, this. Because if you do this, you're 12. You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you do this, and you get in trouble, and like it's gonna be your ass. I'm gonna mm -hmm. have to, I'm gonna have to put it to you because yeah. you don't have any business doing it anyways. But. I, I I at least feel comfortable with the fact that like I that you're telling me mm -hmm. that that I know you're up to mm -hmm. whatever the case because I know that you're it's it's inevitable yeah. that you're gonna start you Kids know they're gonna explore each other they're gonna like try to you know what I'm saying like I just I just read something on. so like how do we like have those conversations that that's what I think about especially as a person who really is um i think sex education for young people is really really important mm -hmm. and something honestly that i um have been wanting to get into more mm -hmm. just like being a sexual educator for adults and young people mm -hmm. you know um i have so much more to learn of course right, right, right. but like that's so that's something i'm really would like to do you know, to help young people kind of dissect mm -hmm. those feelings and things that are going on well, in their body. And like, it's that is natural. I like, was watching, I think I was looking at a video on YouTube mm -hmm. or something. I think it was like Joe Rogan or something. And they were just and him and this other guy was talking and they were mm -hmm. just talking about like how when they were young and like they used to just be wild because that was like because amongst the other homies mm -hmm. that was like, you know. That was the championship yeah. to be wild, and they and they were saying and they were saying it was like you know, after once a kid hits twelve and thirteen, mm -hmm. the parent is low key like non-existent. No, that's and, true, and that's and like raise and like raise like, like, raise, like, yeah. like once they hit like twelve or thirteen, you're yeah. basically being raised by so by if your you go peers. To for education, yeah, they they mm -hmm. talk about this adolescent psychology, and uh -huh. in adolescent psychology, it talks about hey. It comes a point in your life where you your social 
your social relationships and your friendships become way more important than anything that your parents could think or do or say to you. Which is why high school, which is unfortunate why high school should be getting kids to the point of suicide and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, it's hard for a kid to think outside of that. It's hard for a kid to imagine the world when your friends not here for you or you don't have any friends or your social life. is That, but, but that is their world. No, that that whole, no, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like that whole, it's a, uh, so like, you ain't got to tell me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, so yeah. uh, with that, like I said, so with that in perspective, I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like in order to, to go back to what you were saying to like wondering how we can have the conversation. Um, cause I think about it like, oh, like how am I, like, how am I going to be like when I have, children. when I have children, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's, it, I, I, all I can do is hope that I'm doing it right. You know, yeah. I, I guess like, when it gets to that point yeah. that you just, I guess you, you, I guess you just gotta have like an open door policy. That's how like, you, the, how, it's like, how do you create that? I think that's the important part. How do you create this open space for, um, people to have, for your children to have hmm, conversations so, with you? And like, I think that is what has allowed me overall as mm-hmm. a person to be more open-minded mm-hmm. and like, you know, maybe my mom sometimes would be a little cringy about sex talk. Right, but right. Other than that, I felt like we were able to have a lot of conversations that maybe some other people weren't able to have with their parents. Mm-hmm. And so I am thankful for both of my parents for being very open-minded about a lot of different things mm-hmm. and being willing to have conversations. And I think going to an art school also, like art high school, opened my mind up to so many different lifestyles uh, and people. And Makes sense. Yeah, it, and, and just makes in sense. general, like the morals that my parents have given me, I think feeds into how I see other people's lives, right? Mm -hmm. As like, I don't need to judge that because they very much, and like even my grandparents were never the type of people to be, it was not a lot of hate speech about many things. Even though, even though like, it wasn't even really hate speech about white people, even though, you know, my grandmother, you know, they had to migrate up north and they had a lot of shit happen to them in the mm-hmm. South, you know? Where your people originally were, from? So, like, my my dad and my grandma and his mom, Alabama. Okay. And then my mom's mom is from Georgia. Gotcha. So, um, you know, they from the South. Right. And, they, and that's how I became a Northerner because they both migrated. Right, and right. And their children ended up having me. But um, either way, you know, I think coming from that background in general has allowed me to be more open and, and coming from a space of people who... It's more about love than judgment mm-hmm. is where I come from with Into a lot mic. of things and where I come from even from the, the standpoint of what other people are doing in their life sexually. Like, how <laughs> how can I be offended by what you have chosen to do with your right. life and be if it is not inherently hurting other people? Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might be like, it is because I believe in this and they believe in that. But I'm talking about like just physical and mental harm of other right, people. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't really understand that. So I try to be as open as possible about whatever people want to do with their lives and whoever they want to be or feel they are or know they are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so if you a hoe, you a hoe. You're <laughs> you're I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I just think I just feel like women are way more complex than just these two tropes of of people. And we right. find the case; it's proven every day that that 
is not the case. That mm-hmm. there's not just hoes and there's not just housewives as much as people like to kind of spew that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about, we were talking about a little bit about hip-hop earlier and mm-hmm. just like as much, listen, like as a person who loves hip-hop so much, I also have to know that there's a lot of things in hip-hop that are very oppressive to my woman. It can be, right? You know what's but, crazy <laughs> like, about like, so when you listen to like '90s hip hop, yeah. like I was listening to a UG to a uh, to an Eight Ball MJG album mm. one time, and like I was I was shocked at how openly they were just talking about like domestic violence. Yeah, my I nigga mean, was talking about beating like push her head, throw her head up against the wall, yeah. like some like my mouth dropped when I was and in the car it, listening to it, and, and I was some like, of it is yo, right? Just like as much as it can be performative that all of these dudes have these strippers in their videos and they make music for strip clubs, but, but then, then we'll shit on this Drake had yeah. a child with someone. Yeah. Nah, it's crazy. Who, <laughs> it is crazy. Work. First of all, mind you like sex work is work, right? Everybody is going to work. Low key. Day, the oldest right? work. So for you to be like condemn someone for having sex with a sex worker and then having a child with them, that is, it's just wild to me yes. because I'm like most of y'all that's trying to condemn them be going to the strip club, love all these videos with strippers in it. Right. And so are they not real people? I just find this a way to dehumanize people, just like the whole trope about um, it only being two types of women. That's a way to dehumanize people. Mm-hmm. When you when you try to put people in boxes, that's what it's going to do. When you try to say a sex worker then can't have a life, it's like, okay, you go to work every day and you have a life. So it's like telling somebody, oh my God, you had a, you had a baby with a lawyer. Mm. You had a baby with a, it's like how (laughs) nobody says that to anybody. You feel me? Like, but that's because people think because in dehumanizing sex workers, it's easy to be like, you are just your profession. Right. And you're nothing outside and of then that on top of that, service. And then on top of that, the fact that it's also uh, illegal, I think that makes it easier to to shun because of, because of that, Being too. Being a stripper That's just is not like, illegal. I understand that. <laughs> I understand the stripper, but I'm talking about, saw- I'm talking about the shorty that's just, you know, fuck the middleman. Is you buying this pussy or is you not? Like, and so okay, so there's many different types of sex work. So I should say that I think people feel like sex work is only in the ball game of prostitution. Yes, or penetration or sex. Right. right. Sex work is also like someone who is providing the illusion of sex too, and hmm. the in the in in intending in, in to the desires of sex mm-hmm. as well. Like, so a stripper does that, mm-hmm. right? In Japan, for instance, right, they have all of those things, like, where dudes can go to after work to these places. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who are dressed scantily clad, and it's the illusion. Those people are technically sex workers. Mm-hmm. It's for the enjoyment of someone else's sexual desire, regardless. So just saying that prostitution is sex work is also kind of, it minimizes it, mm-hmm. right? But also it's like, yes, it's illegal, but not everywhere in the United States of America. Right, right, right. And, and there's so many parts of the world where sex work is legalized. Very legal. And it's one of the longest living professions. The and irony. And it's still not. It's, yeah, right. The it's, irony in like in like Korea, porn, you have to you got to get on a proxy or something just to watch porn like you. 
you just can't search bar that up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, prostitution, red light district, all that, completely legal. Because it's completely legal. You know what I think those things are? Because it it's not allowing for people to have the autonomy over themselves, right? It's like, I want to be able to do whatever I want regarding sex with you, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to have the autonomy over it, the the backing like anybody would have at work. like, And that's why I was telling you about, like I follow these a lot of these pages and just learning more about, you know, sex workers and unions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why is, does the longest living profession not have all the things that most jobs have right unions and benefits and all of these things and it's constantly this idea of not like you can get what you want from this person but they don't have the right to have health care and they don't Mm. have the right to have and like wouldn't you want (laughs) sex workers or even just specifically you know um prostitutes to have health care like wouldn't you want someone that you're gonna have sex with to have health care so that they can get the services they need <laughs> so that you and them can be healthy. I just, this is the idea of the, um, what do you call it? Um, I can't even think of the word right now. It's just, it basically doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. right? Just as much as it doesn't make sense that I can watch and consume all these videos and songs about strippers, but then someone be shamed for literally having a child with somebody who is a stripper. Right. Right. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like you can make the money off of them, but they can't live their life. (laughs) Like, right. You're not treating it as a job. You're treating it as though people, you know, there's people who want to do it and people who have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think Cardi B talks about that often. Right. 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 She was like, I didn't always, I didn't want to do this, you know? Um, but this is a part of my life mm-hmm. and this is why I had to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who are like, I want to do this. This yeah. is something that I enjoy. Right. And like, why not? Why can't both of those people be given the space and autonomy to, to live how they like, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know because it, it's just larger than sex. Is the thing. Right. And that's, that's the point where it's not fully talked about. Yeah, we. Because people are like, "Oh, she's a stripper. She 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 wants to because she loves sex." Like, mm, it's way deeper than that. Right, right. And that's no, a okay. way not to humanize people when you're not talking about, "Hey, here's the needs of this person. Here's the needs of someone in capitalism." Right. Here's what happens sometimes when you live in poverty. Here's what some happens sometimes if you choose this work and you don't live in poverty. Like, why is it not more in-depth conversation? If we're consuming it as much as we are, right? right? Just as much as everybody, everything in the United States is sexualized, but nobody want to talk about sex. How does that make sense? I watch a McDonald's commercial, somebody licking their lips sensually, doing all of this, you know, very sexual Even if the music. But then people still like, oh, sex education in school, horrible. I'm like... You want to give us all this information, <laughs> but you don't want to give us the tools to dissect it? How does that work? Like, and this is why we get in these conundrums. Yeah. No, clearly we, uh, I, I guess the, 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 the easiest example or not easy example, the easiest solution, simplest solution, mm-hmm. which is obviously easier said than done is like we were saying earlier, it's just the mat, the, the fact of judgment. That's really all it is. That's just what it is. Like, 
Like, who are you to look me in my motherfucking face and and then say something? Like, and like you said, unless I'm just out here harming or whatever the so case. So no more generalized statements about women's sexuality. Is that what you're saying? No more generalized. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could say that. Is it going to happen? No, it's not. Oh but, uh, you know, <sighs> because, look, I wasn't judging. I was here. literally I was just <laughs> trying to I was. It was a it was an open ended question. It was a statement. Oh, it was a, question, it was a was statement. It a statement. It was definitely a statement that was real. <laughs> so it wasn't a question. No, 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 no. But it was a statement with like a question. Uh, Never heard of those two. Things. Okay, it was Either a statement. It's a question or it's a statement. All right, what? it was a statement. It was a statement that I still relatively stand by. It was a statement okay, that I understand say- that was that could be perceived mm-hmm. uh, wrong. Or triggering, but it is still a statement that I also believe. It may be but true for I some believe people. In this, and the reason why I believe it is because of the fact that I do know that I, that I, I simply said gangbang or train. That was the example. So I'll have to own up. I'll have to own up to that for just like people only taking it for that. You think but it's more about you being... From what I'm hearing, you think it's more about you being somebody being mad at you when, in fact, people are telling you, like, this is a statement that is problematic because it is it is partially true. It's not that it can't be true at all. Right. It's not that. But I felt like I said partially orgy or enjoy, you know, sex with multiple people. But I think the people who are coming at you is like, hey, this is a very generalized statement and it's a very one side. All right. Well, let me ask you this. And. Can partial not be majority? Or does partial have to be split down the what? middle? Like, uh, is, is the whole point of you saying that being, I don't know. I just feel like why would that, why why does that matter if there are people who, te- who are telling you, hey, like the way you worded this is, is problematic because it's, it's, it's part of the story. I'm not saying that it's, partially the people uh-huh. I'm saying it's part of the story. So I don't know if you've ever seen this TED talk by Chimamanda Adozi. It's called the danger of a single story. Uh-huh. And if you listen to it, she just talks about, Hey, the danger of a single story is like someone thinking, Oh, because she is from Africa that mm-hmm. she has lived most of her life outside with a diaper on and no clothes <laughs> and flies going around. Right. No, I'm serious, right? right? But it's dangerous because it has it gives people perceptions about her that can put her life in danger, that can put her livelihood in danger, uh-huh. that can put many things in danger, right? Mm-hmm. And and she's like saying like, you know, like you might see some of this, right? right. But that's just part of the story. Those those the TV and uh, and the white guy that comes on and is like for five cent a day. He's just part of the story. Yes. Because if you knew the whole story and how that white man got there and how basically he has you know um, in some way uh, benefited from the colonialization of his ancestors to be in this space to talk about how poor Africans are, mm-hmm. right? Then you would you would see the story differently, mm-hmm. right? Same thing goes for the complexity of womanhood, the complexity of women's sexuality. Mm-hmm. You're only telling a part of the story, right? And they want to give you the rest. They're like, hey, your, your, your partial story is dangerous. It's a dangerous, dangerous narrative. Mm-hmm. Let me come in and be like, yo, 
as a person who is a woman who has experienced my sexual life, mm -hmm. I need to tell you all of the story. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that some people may not agree with you, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean like somebody has to be wrong, somebody has to be right, because they both can exist at the same time. Right. The danger of the single story, though, of saying that is the case, and especially with those words, can be can be uh, problematic for some people's lives, some people's livelihood. And like, it's not just about the women. Women want to know that men are not thinking that shit all the way. Like, uh -huh. it's like, it's like this for the women who do want that. Mm -hmm. They would want somebody to ask them that they would want to, or give that information. Mm -hmm. Right. For the women who don't, they just want the space to be like, nah, that's not for me. But when you right. say a statement, like, uh, most women want that. Right. It, it's not just women who are looking at this. It's just women who are responding so that it's other men who are probably not that they don't want thinking the same thing. It's like, Hey, what does it look like? If you ask, if you didn't make that statement and you asked that question, mm -hmm. it would have been different. It would have been different mm -hmm. because you're giving people the autonomy to talk for themselves, to say, here's my experience. And then they can give you all the sides of the story to make a statement. And you're not a woman and you don't, you don't, you don't, just because you experienced that with some women, that's not the whole story. That's just some of it, is my point. Does it make any difference if I said believe? <laughs> I believe that, you know, it's still, it's still I'm a only statement. saying, well, I'm, I'm, I'm only asking because I, in, life, that's, in life, that's what really moves the needle. What moves the needle? The, it's literally just these two things that move the needle in life. And that's the choice to believe or not believe something. That's that's that literally that's for a whole nother podcast because that, but I, I'm I'm just saying like because mm -hmm. that's what I said is that I believe that and again do I in in retrospect do I wish do I wish I would have I wish I would have just said multiple partners just even though just even though just for even though because I because I'm because I'm just being firm on my belief if somebody wants to. Oh. If somebody wants to, you know, change it, or not so much change it, but just like say that's not the case, then okay. Then, then, then okay. But like, I just had something popped up in my brain, and I thought, you know what? I believe that this is probably true. I believe this is probably a thing. I believe now again, true. All of those things can kind of contradict each other, though. I believe that this is possibly true. It's like yeah, the smartest the people, the smartest people in the world. Complex than that. No, or, yeah, and the smartest people in the world, whoever they are, scientists and stuff like that, <laughs> they always say what you theory. Don't scientists and stuff. But no, but seriously, they You're, always okay, say like, theory. Okay, there's a lot of research that goes behind, and not just personal but it's still experience. Theory. It's still theory. Behind. There's still theory. You can't we have bring a whole the scientific entire... method into your opinion about. I'm something not bringing in the scientific, scientific methods method. are not just about opinions. They're about research, and that's the point of asking a question. A theory mm -hmm. is usually a question mm -hmm. from something that somebody might have experienced, right? right? But then they make a theory, which is a a, a question, right? Or they make a, hypo a hypothesis, which is an educated guess, right? But usually, there's questions you have to ask in between those things to get the whole story. And the point of making a statement and not asking a question was like, I don't need to hear the perspective 
of anyone else. Mm -hmm. I know what I know because I believe this. Right. And (laughs) people and the responses, the responses, even now, Mm. the response is just the fact that I just should have said it different. Mm -hmm. But the response isn't necessarily saying that I was off from what I said. I said I believe that a partial. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying is that in retrospect, I regret using those two terms just to simply just for me to simply really just say that I believe. Those two terms made a difference, right? Because the difference between somebody like because. What I'm trying to say is that women. What I'm trying to say is that women. What I'm trying. What all I was trying to say is that women. I believe women have desires the same way a man so men has desires. Get bang, bang? No, I'm saying well, possibly. Um, I'm just. I'm not I mean, saying I don't see why they wouldn't. That kind just, of thing just like, doesn't but even. No, why? So men don't walk around saying that we don't want threesomes. What do you mean? What do you are mean? You saying, what I mean? No, no, no. I'm really asking. Like, are you saying? I, I guess the way you worded it. Are you saying like? There are men who say that they don't want a threesome. Is that what you're saying? Or men? No, I am okay, saying. No. Okay, I'm sure there are men that that have no interest in a threesome. Which I would. I mean. Uh, so I yeah. am saying. That's what I'm saying. My point. My whole entire point. I mm-hmm. I get that I shouldn't have said what that gangbang and train. Okay, so here's but, my question: Are you really interested in what women want sexually, or are you just trying to state your opinions? Because, okay, is this conversation about, like, what women want and what women want sexually? Or is it about what you think women want? I have no idea what okay, women so want sexually. Okay, so why are we back and forth about if because your opinion was I feel perceived like, this way or that way? Because, honestly, because I feel like desire I feel like desire is uh, is simple enough. Are you I a feel woman? like the belief of desire, of desire is simple enough. Do you identify as a woman? I don't. Are you a woman? I, no. Okay. So, uh, I mean, unless your partner, your girlfriend, tells you <laughs> well, that she wants something, I... or your next partner, or whatever happens to you after that, I I don't get why we're so hung up on the fact that the way that people perceived it is, are you trying to get and understand if women really want that, or is it more important that people take your opinion a certain way? Like, I'm trying to see what is the the overarching idea of this. No, like, because the truth of the matter is, if no one wanted to respond, I've put out plenty of stuff on Twitter or I put out plenty of videos on IG that completely just fell on dead ears that no one re- had any response to. I think you need to put those back out. But I also feel like. But no, I'm saying with Do this. Do you want to learn more about women's sexuality? <laughs> of course. I mean, of course we can. That's that's what I'm saying. We could we could talk about it. Yeah. I was there to talk about. It. Someone said something, and we talked about it. Yeah. Like that's just. And that's I'm, what I'm it here was. For this conversation. That's what it was. I'm just asking you. What's yeah. more important, your opinion about women's sexuality, uh-huh. or the perspective of women about their sexuality? Which one is more important? <sighs> I am thinking about this because it's not that, of course, the right answer to say is (laughs) I want to know more about women's sexuality. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I'm hung up on saying that 
is I guess because really it wasn't that deep for me in the first place. Mm. See, yeah, it's not. I seen, but no, but no. All I'm saying. That's why your girl was like, "You're not a woman." So this is why you shouldn't make these statements because it's never and I can be take that and I'll that take deep that for you because I'll take it's that. not a statement about you. I'll take that, but <laughs> I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna apologize for simply seeing something and then it just made me I don't think about something. For an no, I know that. I'm just I saying, like remember. I'm not gonna. Like I'm just. I'm just not. I I, I okay. seen something. I seen something yes. and it just simply I'm made me think of something. That. I'm happy it just you're made me think of something. That. And I hope that this gave you more perspective. I don't need to change your mind because uh-huh. that's not why I think I wanted to have this conversation. I wanted to have this conversation to mainly give you different and new perspective, right? Because it, it's many different women out there with many different needs and many different wants and, 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 you know, some women so, might be okay with that, some women not. But and this I think is what that's I'm saying. just the bottom line. No, the bottom line is why so you're gonna sit here and deny that women don't have don't How did get I hung deny that? No, no, listen. Don't get hung up on the whole gang bang. Don't get hung up on that. I've I'm, already stated that at the beginning. It would make no sense for me to keep on stating the fact as to why people would respond the way they did with the words that you use. Okay. But for this conversation right now that yeah. we under that I've already explained that like yeah and I said what I said at the beginning of of all right of so podcast. all right all right all right so <laughs> th- we got that out the way now yeah. I can, now I can ask you so women don't have desires to possibly <laughs> do something outside of the the trope that now, I didn't say I've never stated that there are women who would not be into that. And you got those responses. You got the responses of the women who said that they were. God, would. I wish I wouldn't have said that because it's just like. And then you got uh, the responses of the women who were like, hey, wow, this is really triggering. This is really problematic. Oh, and hear why God. it is. But when I you say desire, I mean, I mean desires. I don't, I'm not saying, to, <laughs> I'm not saying desires specifically to just that. I mean desire, I I mean desire of just whatever society would possibly, would possibly criticize a woman for whatever that might be sexually that a woman might be criticized for and Mm. that she might not do just Mm. in fear of repercussions of just hearing somebody's mouth or whatever the case. Of course. So. That's all I'm saying of is course. that in a general that like I, it's cool that I, I'm not going to I can't sit here and think that it's only men. And I mean, I, this is the example because that's just the example. Yeah. But I can't sit here and think that men are the only ones that want to desire to have a to have multiple oh partners or something. And to think that women might not want to desire to maybe have multiple partners or maybe just do something that might criticize. Uh, can I just say this? I don't think the women who responded, nor I, have said that women don't have certain desires that are not societal norms. Or that was my whole point. That was just my whole point. Accepted by society. That was We've just my whole point. talking about 
that from the beginning that yes. there are many different wants and needs and yes. that's why it's problematic to generalize and that's why it's problematic to make sti- statements when like you that. don't have yes. the perspective of many women to talk about their own sexuality and that's why I said that it should be worded as a question I'm not trying to say uh-huh. that what I'm not saying like women having complex desires or the same desires that men have is like not a thing that that hasn't been my statement from the beginning. I'm saying it's more complex than that. I'm saying that it's not just one or the other. It can be 100 things. And that's a part of the issue that I see is that people truly believe that women, uh, you know, everything It's like this. Here's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I can still be a black person mm-hmm. outside of the realm of whiteness existing. And women can still have sexuality and it not be completely associated with men. And that's not about, that's not about like people like being straight or whatever. I'm not even talking about that. Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about is like your blackness can exist outside of being associated with white. What do you, what do you mean by that? I would still be a black person whether I was comparing myself to white people or not. I still would be a black person. Yes, yes. It yes. can stand my blackness can stand alone is my point. Right. Women's sexuality can stand alone without the gaze or 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 the association to men's sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be compared to and it doesn't have to be like a thing where we're saying like, oh, women have the same desires as men. Like it it actually doesn't matter because mm-hmm. it can stand alone. Mm-hmm. But that's a part of what I was mentioning about living in a patriarchy that or even living in white supremacy, mm-hmm. right? Is that everything, especially a black woman's body and a black woman's sexuality, mm-hmm. seem, people f- seem to think it exists only to be associated to or compared to whiteness or to men. And it's like, no, like it lives on its own, right. <laughs> period. Like it doesn't, you feel me? Like No, and so I, I totally I, get that. I just we want to make that clear. And that's right, right. not even just to you. That's right, just right. to people in general. Like right. So like whether you made that statement or not, women are still going to have their own complex desires, right. ideas, kinks, you know, right. whether you said it or not. Right, right, right. <laughs> is my point. No, like, 100%. You know, and I guess with that, I guess that's more reason for me of why I just did, you know, Though I use what I use, my belief of just an overall desire Mm -hmm. that I I feel like, honestly, that's why I did believe it so much. That, of course, women are just going to desire whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I understand the constructs and limits that we put on women. And and to think that, to not only just to think, but again, to go back to make ourselves believe that... This is just what it is for women. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And that's why you wanted to be like, I'm about to say this very controversial thing because I need people to know that women are not just one or the other. They can be many things. They can be things that maybe aren't socially accepted, words that aren't socially accepted. They can be all of these things. Like, okay, I get your point. Also, that doesn't mean that it's not triggering and, uh, source of trauma for people of course i I definitely like i said i definitely in retrospect i definitely Mm -hmm. i probably still would have used the same example but not say gangbang or train what's a really important thing i probably would have just said multiple partners or like you said earlier orgy or 
just because that was just the extreme example that I, I wanted just to use. Say this, because in restorative justice, here's mm-hmm. what we always talk about: mm-hmm. your intent versus your impact. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, your intent was one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the way maybe it was delivered or the way people took it, mm-hmm. it impacted them in a different way. So right. now that it's out there, right? You just have to have that accountability like you've been taking. That's true. Right? That's very true. In some true. ways. That's very true. you're still working through it. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> take that accountability. That's very true. No, you're... And be that's like, yo, like, am I listening to the that people was all who wrong. said that they right. were impacted in, right. and in such way, right? Not right. just the people who I felt like agreed with my opinion, mm-hmm. but like the people who said, like, you know, this kind of impacted me in a negative way. Like, right, right. And here's why it did. Right? right, right. And what can I do to move forward? And like now you're saying like, hey, like, I think I could have worded it differently or I think I could have said it this way or here's what I really meant. Right. And or even trying to take the, you know, next level of putting it on a podcast. I think like that is always going to be really important, right? Mm-hmm. When j- Just in public domain in general, like mm-hmm. the intent versus the impact. But the intent versus the impact, even in like just relationships to other people in general, always, like that's going to be the thing. Like, And that's going to be the name of the episode also. Oh, intent versus impact? For sure. I like that. For okay. sure. Hey. <laughs> that's definitely going to be, that yeah. was a bar. <laughs> that was a bar. <laughs> For sure, that's going to be the name of the episode. For sure, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, well, but no, I told. Yeah. All right, no, I, I, I feel that. I do, yeah. I do get that. Um, and yeah, one hundred percent wrong with. Yeah, I can, I can take that. I can take that. That I was wrong with, with saying, yeah, yeah, and it just goes back to the whole, you know, you can't be an island. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. really all it was. I was truly, I understood. I understood that I said it in the wildest way, but mm. I truly was See, hoping the, the but, that the butt. Well, that the butt, butt is so important. The butt is that I was just it. truly hoping. <laughs> I was truly hoping that. Uh, I was truly hoping that it would come off in the in its full context. That was your in intent. Its full context, that was your intent. That you know it would come off. That you would get. The message would come across as in, just don't, just no point in judging. Wanna, uh, yeah, free shizzle because it's five thirty. I gotta work later, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Sometimes you gotta sit in that accountability though. You just gotta sit in it and no buts because you know the danger. I'm gonna tell you the danger of a but. Okay. Like right, <laughs> this might seem funny to people, but I'm saying more like when you're like, yes and but. Right. It's like, okay, that's retracting everything else that you just said, Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like, hey, I recognize that these two things can exist at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like using like and it's not just about using it's about internalizing. Right. Like that these things can exist at the same time. It's ego. I said this. Yeah, of course. (laughs) It's ego. It's it's just me. It's me. It's me feeling like it's just me. (laughs) It's me feeling like I. I feel like I'm I'm accountable enough to uh-huh. acknowledge that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but, but it's that but. it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to swallow. It's hard to just take being wrong 100 percent when I'm when wrong. I don't believe that I'm when I don't believe that I'm 100 percent wrong. 
that's, okay, that's I why guess it's that's even what I guess that's what makes to it. use the word also because mm-hmm. it's saying that those two things exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. I did impact people in a way that was possibly hurtful. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I understand that some of this comes from my experience with having women who did enjoy mm-hmm. having sex with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Those things exist at the same time, right? And that's true. Period. It's true. Also, like, you, you know, also, you know, I, 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 you know, some people might be like, "This is PC. This is what PC like is." You know, when people are like, um, politically correct, it actually is more about like acknowledging and truly hearing people and 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 hearing the needs. Because there yes. are women who were saying, "I need for you to understand." Mm-hmm that this statement can be problematic. And then there were women who were like, I understand what you're saying. It was mm-hmm. going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, nothing has to be wrong. Or right, right. right. Like, yeah, no, two things can definitely be true. Yeah, because that's what happened. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. You know what no, I mean? exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what, what happened. happened? Some people were like, oh, yes, I do. That's I exactly would. what happened. And then some people were like, what the fuck are you saying? No, that's like, exactly what happened. Know? For sure. So, I mean, I really enjoyed this conversation. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did too. I definitely did too. Um, all right, guys. Well, this is, we are coming to our uh, conclusion. Yeah. Miss Barry Flair, please let them know where uh, they can find you. Well, you can find me on SoundCloud at the Blacker the Berry podcast. Again, the Blacker the Berry podcast. And I hope you come and listen because I got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Hey, like, share, comment, and then share that shit some more, man. It's going to grow eventually. Just know you was here from the beginning. And we out this joint. Peace.